Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. Oh my goodness gracious! (laughs) Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, miraculous planet. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear. I am your host, Keisha Clark. We are here having a party on Inspired Choices Network. And oh my goodness, thank you so much for showing up to play with us whenever, wherever, and however you are showing up to play with us. This moment in particular that we are live is Friday, July the 14th, 2017. Holy moly. And I am just a little bit excited, just a tiny, tiny bit excited today is the first day of new music for my show, and I'm just giddy, (laughs) feeling like a proud mama, and uh, almost like my friend has has just done this wonderful, amazing thing, my friend being my show, and so I'm I'm over the moon, oh my goodness, Uh, this is something that we have been um, planning, aiming for, all of that, uh, for at least a few months in the making, and I was a little bit particular about what I desired and what I required, and so was the show. And I'm so, so pleased that I uh, pursued this in the way that my show asked me to. This is, I'm just so happy. I'm so joyful. I'm so grateful. And I'm so freaking excited to have this new energy as a part of the show. And I am so freaking grateful and excited to have your energy as a part of the show and a part of this conversation. If you have never joined me before, I again, I'm Keisha Clark, and I am so delighted and excited to invite you to stop asking your life to make sense as we play with our topics here on Living Beyond Linear Radio Show. And that's kind of the theme of what I do, Living Beyond Linear. So if you don't know anything about me, that'll give you a little bit of a clue. <clears throat> Uh, there's pretty much nothing conventional about who I am or what I do or how I do it. So <laughs> that pretty much is what you what you can know to kind of get acquainted with me first off. Um, and if you want to know some more information, you can actually look up my host page here on Inspired Choices Network. And you can also play with me on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear. Um, and there's going to be some things coming up in the show that I'll tell you about that you can also do to get to know me a little more, play with me a little more, and in different ways, if that's something that might blow your hair back. We'll just have to see. So on with today's show. <laughs> if you want to join us for the live show, um, you can actually do that two ways. You can join us here in the chat room, and all you got to do is find the word chat room on the blue bar in any screen on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click on that. Give yourself a name. It could be your name or anyone else's, whoever you feel like being today. Come on into the chat room. It's kind of a way to play with us backstage. You can be incognito if you want. And it could be a fun way to play on the down low if you're, you know, in a, in a work situation or in a formal something that you just want to kind of keep it on the sly. We're totally fine with that. And we won't tell a person. We won't tell anyone. I won't broadcast it. And if you do want to be broadcast on the air, you can actually call me, uh, it live. And the numbers are on any, 
screen, again, on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, and you'll also hear them during the commercial breaks. I'm not going to give you those right now because I am so excited. I'm, I'm on the roll. So you're welcome to call in, play any way you can, any way you'd like. Um, and if you're hearing this as a replay and and or any of the shows, and you have a question, you have something that you'd like to play with, talk about, hear about, explore more on a show, please email me, Keisha, at livingbeyondlinear.com, and ask about that. I'm happy to put topics together to accommodate requests. Um, I love exploring all kinds of things, as we said in the intro, beyond logical and explainable, that actually... Uh, empower us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. And more often than not, in fact, most of the time, I find it makes absolutely no sense in the way that we try to make it make sense. So if you're ready to stop asking your life to make sense, if you're ready to stop asking anything about you to make sense, and if you're ready to stop trying to figure out anything about how to do your life and find what really works for you, I might be your gal. So check it out. All right, we are rocking and rolling today with a very light, fluffy topic. (laughs) I say that sarcastically. (laughs) What we're playing with today is all the lonely people. Mm, I know, isn't that so happy? (laughs) All the lonely people. And part of that is, this is part of the energy that I want to speak to as well. It's like we so, how many of you just immediately went, oh, (laughs) Oh, well, okay, so it's not going to be a fun topic. Okay. (laughs) When the topic first came up, it actually came up a few months ago, and it kind of waved at me, and I was like, well, okay, we could do that. And I I wasn't, of course, because I was, you know, going into all of my unconscious conclusions about what all the lonely people meant or had to mean. Um, And then it came back around again as I was putting up topics for the month of July, And I thought, well, okay, I was in a different place. I could receive it a little bit different. And so now the all the lonely people um, doesn't have to mean something horrible. So do you find it interesting that in a world, I think there's 7.5 billion of us, (laughs) um, that there are so many people who are, quote, unquote, lonely. And has that ever been odd or is that odd to you? Or would that be odd? Could it be odd that in a world of 7.5 billion, would it be billion people, that there are lonely people, that there are so many of us that could feel that way or have felt that way or do maybe even right now actually feel that way? And are we supposed to not feel lonely simply because there are so freaking many of us on the planet? (laughs) Does one thing have to do with the other? Hmm, I wonder. So let's see what we become aware of today, what ahas reveal themselves. Uh, we're going to put our beyond linear twist on things, of course, um, and take a look at all the lonely people. And if we are never really alone, why does it sometimes really feel like we are? <clears throat> so first of all, let's take a breath. <laughs> I'm saying this as much for me as I am for everyone else. Let's just take a breath and everything that the topic brings up, all the lonely people, whether we think we are, whether we'll do anything not to be, whether we all think we always have been, whether we feel like we can't be anything but that. What if that was like some fabulous club (laughs) that you wanted to be a member of? (laughs) Let's just put a little spin on that. But everywhere and every way 
that you have a twisty uh, heaviness, uh, whatever kind of funky energy around that, would you like to just take a breath? Let's just get present with noticing what we notice. Wow, do you have uh, an interesting point of view that you weren't aware that you had? And everywhere that energy is bubbling in our universe, would we be willing to simply breathe through it, be present with it, become aware of it even more so, even more so, and even more so, and be willing to make a different choice now as we go through this conversation. So if you want to hang here with me for the next 50-ish minutes or so, Let's see what we can find. Let's see what we become aware of. Let's see what it is we actually know that we maybe haven't acknowledged that we know or what we're aware of that we maybe have not acknowledged we are pretty freaking aware of. And what can we change with this? So first question, have you been lonely? Are you lonely? Do you feel lonely? Is loneliness a part of your life or has it been I know that was more than one, <laughs> but they all go together, right? So, <laughs> so has loneliness been a part of your life? Hmm. Yeah, I can say for me, absolutely it has. Um, there have been times that I felt like if I just completely disappeared off the face of the planet, nobody would notice, except maybe my cat. <laughs> For my dog, if I had a dog at the time. But I felt like, you know, nobody would miss a beat, right? And have you ever felt that way? Has that ever been uh, an energy that you've been in? Yeah. Yeah, it's not something that's exclusive, I think. <laughs> we all have those moments. And I really want to play with what is it that we create that from? What is it that brings that up? What is it that that we tap into, buy into, fall into trip into <laughs> or somehow convince ourselves is going on. And I know we all have heard the statements, um, you know, you're never truly alone. Well, I know we're never truly alone. I am a person who plays with all kinds of beings all day, every day. So I know we're never truly alone. And yet I also know that's kind of a cheeseball statement sometimes. And the way people administer it and the timing that some people choose to administer it, you just want to slap them because <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't make a freaking difference if you say we're never truly alone. It's like what is it that takes us into that aloneness? And, of course, when this topic first came up, too, <laughs> um, the uh, the Beatles song came to mind, Eleanor Rigby, which Eleanor Rigby is actually the name of the song. <laughs> um, it was from, I believe it came out on the album Revolver in 1966. Um, thank you, Google. <laughs> and thank you, Beatles, for writing such an amazing song, uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, uh, who wrote that, and or co-wrote that, really. <clears throat> And in the song, it's, it is talking about um, two individuals in particular, Eleanor Rigby and Father Mackenzie, who are two of the all of the lonely people. And it's a, it's a, of course, they made the song so freaking fun to sing, right? So, of course, we're going to keep singing about all the lonely people. The beautiful string section of the song. And they made it easy to, to remember. So it's like easy to pop into our head. So I wonder how many of us now will be singing that song all the rest of the day. <laughs> Um, and it's interesting that that it, it's something that is a part of of something we really deal with. It's a real life issue, topic, question mark. So, so what is it 
that creates lonely? If we're never truly alone, what is it that creates lonely? What is it that sparks that? What is it that triggers that? So on a on a physiological level, on a on a, a basic kind of um, creature um, approach or perspective, um, we could say that yes, we are community oriented. So you know the way human babies are born, we're not fully self sufficient. And of course, there's a technical word for that that I cannot come up with at the moment. So, <laughs> but I believe you get what I'm saying. We can't just we we're not just born out of the womb and we stand up and we walk and we talk and we you know, do complicated math right away. It's just, it doesn't work that way. We take a number of years, our species takes a number of years before we've actually acclimated into um, into function, into the way we can function and be fully sufficient, self-sufficient. So along the way, we learn lots of interesting things. And a part of what many of us learn is that <clears throat> being cut off from our nuclear family or our community or our village, whatever, wherever we might be, that that is one of the threats that is very real for us. And if that happens, there's all kinds of stuff around that, right? So there's a kind of uh, um, acclimation process, I guess we could call it, <clears throat> that that we go through that we're learning from our family members, from our co-community uh, members, and we're also discovering, many of us, that we might organically do things a little bit different or we might just be different. Um, in my case, I looked so different <laughs> from anyone else in my family. Um, I came out with very different hair than anyone else in my family had. <laughs> And so there were things that kind of marked me. And there were also characteristics about my mother's experience of being pregnant with me and choosing to bring me into the world um, <clears throat> that made me different from the rest of my family. And so there are these things that while we have all these things in common with our families, we also have things that make us different and unique, which, of course, we eventually, silly human practices, we eventually get to the point that we go, oh, maybe we should celebrate those differences. <laughs> but while most of us are kids, the celebration part usually isn't there for many of us, right? So we kind of adapt into this very much uh, survival-oriented um, methodology and behavior of going along with to be included, going along with points of view, going along with certain practices, going along with beliefs, going along with behaviors, going along with routines and schedules and regimens and whatever meal is put in front of us or however that shows up so that we stay included because if we don't, there is that perceived threat of being singled out, being put out, being turned away or being segregated and then we would be alone and we would have nobody to protect us we have nobody to care for us all of that right so that's a part of some of the the practical application that we are conditioned through and i totally get that and of course we have to learn something certain ways and then however what many of us forget and are not really educated on or made aware of <laughs> very few parents bring this to their children's attention that there will come a day 
that you you get to start choosing. And for many of us, that's like after we run away from <laughs> the the place we grew up. And that doesn't really create the space of discovery from a curiosity. Many of us, we kind of, because we're moving away from our family, there's more of a pressure that we're moving away from. So we kind of dive into a life of experimental um, things, <laughs> some of us more so than others. Some of us never stop experimenting. <laughs> some of those experiments don't go very well, and some of them actually go pretty fabulous. But the point is, we we don't really like, we're not really... Um, ushered into uh, a phase of our lives uh, as a a common practice, I'll say. We're not really given that invitation to start playing with what really works for us, what, what, how do we do our thing that we do, and, and all of those differences about us, um, how can those be a contribution? How can those be something that actually um, give us um, something to be excited about? So there's, there's we go into that next phase many of us and because we're still functioning from the space of pressure from the energy of pressure and survival we're looking for people that we kind of match and more often than not we're looking for things that match what we think we are we're not really looking for people or energy that matches who we truly are because we haven't really bothered to get to know that yet so the part of my bringing this particular point up is that often contributes to us feeling lonely or alone or uh, segregated or singled out or or not included when we go into our adult lives. And then we begin, many of us, to function from resisting being alone, whatever we think that is or should be or has to be or is going to mean, And so rather than really being curious and taking our curiosity out into the world, we're kind of keeping everything at arm's length. And by the nature of that energy, of keeping things at arm's length, to keep ourselves protected, to not be alone, the irony that I find is we often are creating the very thing that creates us being alone because we're actually pushing energies away. So, so what have we made loneliness mean? Yeah. Thank you, Rhonda, for summing that up for me. What are you keeping at arm's length that is keeping you alone or lonely? And what is it that we have decided loneliness is that it it may not have to be? We, of course, can can create it as that, certainly, because we are magical beings, and what if loneliness is not something that is an absolute? What if loneliness is not something that is permanent? What if it's not what we either bought that it is or has to be or have concluded that it is or has to be? Yeah. What is it in the energy of being alone that could actually give us information So there's all kinds of energies moving here. (laughs) So everybody just take a breath, if you would. And I would like for you to just be with this question. Wow, okay, so all of the times in your life that you have felt alone or lonely, and if that's where you are right now, would you be willing to simply acknowledge it? 
And I really would like for us to be looking at and, and exploring, okay, what was it that I was really believing at the time? And I have a, a I, well, not that you have to have reasons, but there are some reasons that I'm asking you this question. And we're going to talk more about that when we come back from this break. So <laughs> just keep breathing if you're willing and be present with whatever's coming up. Notice what you notice, as we say. And let's play more with this energy of what is really going on here that we actually could acknowledge that we are aware of and maybe even that we know with a capital K that we can now begin to shift some things and we can approach this with a really different energy and we can invite some very different energies in to this recipe for us, for us, for each of us uniquely. And we're not going to ask any of it to make sense, <laughs> of course. So you are listening to Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark, here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm so grateful you're here. And we will be right back after this break. What would it be like to function for the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> I'm still giddy. I'm still so amazingly jumpy, uppy, downy, happy. <laughs> And Lily's chiming in, too. For those of you who've never heard Lily, she's my co-pilot in consciousness here. And we like to play together. Oftentimes, she is fantastic at moving energies. And she's also very keen to put her two cents worth in on a fairly regular basis. So that's my Lily. Uh, she's also incarnated in, in feline <laughs> embodiment this time around, so in case you were wondering. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so yes, hearing this music for the first time on today's show, it's just got me a, a little on the happy side. So how does it get even awesomer, more magical, yummier, and more incredible than, than this? Well, yeah, very cool. Okay, so we were playing before we went to the break with this question of what have we made loneliness mean or have to mean um, that it might not actually have to mean. <laughs> and are you uh, in a place that you're, that you're having that feeling that it's, you feel like you are alone, that you feel like there is the world out there and then there's you? And have you ever felt like that? If not right now, is that something you've dealt with? 
Um, I really don't know anybody who hasn't gone through phases in their life um, that it has really felt like nothing they could do was right. It felt like nothing that they could do would allow them to be included. They felt distant. They felt separate. They felt, you know, and, and I'm included in that. So I, I get that for this is something that every single one of us has worked with, dealt with, gone through at some point in our life, if not it, that some of us might be there right now. So one of the things that I have been just really curious about is this is, as I said in the in the earlier segment, you know, there are 7.5 billion of us, according to the latest estimates, on this planet. And and at first I thought, how can we be alone? It's like by the sheer numbers, you know. And then I looked at it from a slightly different perspective, and I and I thought, okay, well, just because there's so many of us, does that automatically mean that we're all just going to, you know, hold hands and come together for, you know, whatever? And it doesn't automatically mean that. Well, that took me to looking at, okay, so so is the point of being here necessarily, do we, like, have to get something right about whether we choose to be alone by ourselves, with ourselves, as ourselves, or whether we choose to be a part of a very connected community, in some cases maybe even hyper-connected community. It's like what I started to realize was I looked at this at my first glance. I kind of looked at the topic of loneliness with my filters of um, we shouldn't be alone in place. And then I took those filters off. And I thought, well, okay, is loneliness real? And the answer that I got was actually no. That it, it was that was kind of heavy for me. Loneliness wasn't actually real. And yet, for so many of us, and there have been a number of times in my life that it has felt really freaking real. So that is something that always fascinates me because there are so many things in our lives that it is a choice. I know that intellectually. And in many cases, I know that experientially as well now too. And just because it's a choice doesn't mean that we can simply sort of master the choosing of it, right? So what is this process? What is this energy of aloneness or loneliness that um, that it, it does feel so real, right? So one of the things um, that I'd like to play with is the difference, and it's it's pretty subtle, but there's a difference I'm perceiving um, in the way that we can approach choosing to be alone, choosing to stand as our lone selves for whatever time we do that, or creating something that uh, sets us out, sets us apart. So there's an there's this separation versus difference. And separation is something that we go to pretty quickly. And what I notice in the in the work that I do and the way that I play and in the people that I get to play with um, is that separation is kind of this very quick conclusion that we come to 
oftentimes, which there's another irony for me there because we talk about how connected we all are. And of course, I am aware that we are. And yet, we look for all of these reasons and justifications to separate ourselves from each other. And then, of course, I want to go, and then we wonder why we feel lonely. And I don't mean that to be unkind. I'm looking at how we set ourselves up in these ridiculous kind of cycles um, that we are actually creating what we don't like, what is not fun for us. But we, we do that, and of course I go, for, for why? <laughs> and really, that's not a circle I want to run in right now. So let's let's go beyond that. So separation, um, a lot of us that I'm aware of, and I have participated in this in some ways as well, um, we don't want to be like, quote unquote, them, uh, or we feel like we don't fit in, or we're the odd man out, or we make someone else the odd man out, or we have points of views about people who don't fit in with us, okay? So there's all of these ways that we actually separate ourselves. And even though separation in my awareness and my experience and my, as I like to say, interesting point of view, is a lie, we can actually impel that onto our realities and make it real for whatever time and however long we're choosing that. So it it feels very real, right? So for whatever reasons we choose to separate ourselves, hypothetically or otherwise, um, we're creating the cutting off. And we can be doing this consciously or unconsciously. So I'm wondering where in our lives might we be unconsciously separating ourselves in a way that is actually adding fuel to what we then are feeling as loneliness. Okay, so I'd like to put the pieces together. If we're, if we're choosing separation anywhere or in any way, do you get how that sets us up to then create what we might perceive as or, or interpret as being alone? Now, some of us do that um, in a way that is, oh, what's the word for that? Oh gosh, don't really, it's, I'm not, the word isn't coming. So let me explain. I see that, that we kind of do this in two particular ways. It's not the only ways we do it, but, um, some people choose separation from the point of view that other people aren't like them and they're going to be in defense of their point of view, and therefore they're going to choose separation because their point of view is the right point of view. Um, you see this a lot, I see this a lot, in um, people who defend particular organizational beliefs, you know, or, or codes, if you will. Um, so if you're not like us, we don't, we don't let you come play. Well, there's a separation, and yet what that feeds, what that sets up, what, what that fuels is the person who's pushing away doesn't receive anything <laughs> except for the very specific points of view or the energy that matches the very specific points of view about what they have already concluded is right. 
Um, I see this a lot in politics, and I see this a lot in religious conversations <laughs> and events that go on around the world. So um, that's one way people do it. And then another way is more of a, it's not necessarily I'm right and I'm going to keep you out, although it's just really another form of that as I look at this. Um, well, I'm so different that you don't like me is another way people approach this. And therefore, I'm separate from you. You're, and it's kind of like a victim. I, I, there is some victim energy in there. So um, they're still, however, they're not able to receive the energy uh, that doesn't match that particular belief, right? So there's another creation of separation, and there's another way that that fuels being alone and possibly feeling lonely. And... <laughs> What's interesting to me is that if we could shift our what we choose to interpret that energy as, if we everything that we want to call separation or that we want to create separation from, or I guess I could say all the reasons we want to create separation, what if we could see separation let's see. What if we could see a more subtle way to appreciate what makes us each unique and let our differences, let what is different about each of us be something that is a way we continue to learn, a way we gather more information rather than a way that we separate ourselves? Because what I see going on a lot is we use what makes us different to separate us rather than allowing what makes us different to be an invitation. Wow, that actually sounded halfway pretty cool. We we use what is different about us to create separation rather than allowing what makes us different and what is different about us to be an invitation. So where have you been choosing that? Wow, where have I been choosing that? I have chosen that a lot. And I don't choose it as much now, uh, and at the same time, I'm aware that I've created chunks of my life from that particular modus operandi. I was choosing to see my difference as a reason people didn't want to play with me. Now, I play with my difference, the differences that I be, <laughs> and what is different about me, like the fact that it's just normal for me to know and acknowledge and play with invisible beings pretty much all day, every day. And I, I thought everybody did that for a while. And then I came to the awareness, oh, not everybody does that. <laughs> In fact, not, not very many people even acknowledge that that's possible for them. Uh, and yet, that's something different about me. And it, it took a little doing. It took some people like pointing this out to me, going, Keisha, have you acknowledged that that's something that's really different about you? And at first, I made that a reason people didn't want to play with me. Well, now I'm looking at, okay, how can that be an invitation? And that's part of what I do in the creation of my life, is I offer my uh, gifts, my capacities as as a a contribution as a service, as something that people can choose. And if that is what really matches an energy that they're desiring to play with. And so I do that in the way of intuitive mediumship. I do that in the way of animal communication. I do that in the way of speaking to all the energies required 
in order to to create the change that whomever I'm working with is desiring to create. And now I'm asking, I'm, I'm approaching this more from what can I do to allow my different to be an invitation rather than a separation? Now, does that mean that everybody loves me the minute they find out that I do what I do? Heck no. <laughs> I still get people that look at me like I'm crazy. And that's okay. Like what has changed is my way that I approach my different. And so what I would like to invite all of us to more of is being willing to be present with what is different about us and the different that each of us be, and being willing to share that and receive the response that we get without letting it reinforce any kind of reasoning to not be different, just letting it be information. Yeah. So everywhere you have decided that you're different has to be a reason that you keep yourself separate or that you are separated from anyone else. Therefore, bringing up loneliness or being alone, everywhere you've decided you're different means you have to be alone. Would you be willing to choose beyond everywhere you've bought that and everywhere that might be being projected at you from anyone else? Yeah, because what do you really know about different Yeah. Wow. There are so many of us that are showing up on the planet right now that actually know, with a capital K, what our difference is and and that our difference is required relative to where we are in our collective story, right? Are you willing to acknowledge that you might actually know more about what makes you different than what you've been willing to know? Are you willing to acknowledge that you actually brought unique characteristics with you? And that doesn't mean that you have to save the planet with those characteristics. It just means you are a unique ingredient that is required. Okay? You don't have to put on a superhero cape if you don't want to. I get a lot of people kind of roll their eyes when we go to, you know, talking about that you are an energy that is required. What if what if the planet is asking for you to be showing up right now? And what if you're aware that you are what the planet is asking for? And some people go, yes, yes, yes. And other people kind of go, oh, right, okay, blah, blah. Well, regardless, what if just the fact that you're showing up with a different that you be doesn't have to mean anything. What if you're just willing to be aware of it? And if you desire to have more enjoyment of your life and that if that means for you that you would like to not be alone, (laughs) not be on your own for much of the time, if you'd like to have more physical community, people in bodies to play with, then what if the acknowledgement of that and the willingness to receive people's response to it would actually allow you to change whatever it is that might be making you feel alone or lonely. And another part of this that I'm aware of is that we decide 
what we think not being lonely is supposed to be like. So we actually kind of try to circumvent the universe (laughs) and our own knowing. Um, And we kind of put up these conditions. Well, if I could do this, this, and this, then I wouldn't feel lonely. Okay, so anywhere you're doing that, (laughs) anywhere you're making... um, Let's see, what do we call that? The, the, the feeling connected have conditions. Anywhere you're, you're not willing to let yourself experience what the community could be like for you, what communion could be like for you, um, without putting any conditions on it first, would you be maybe willing to shift that? Even just a little. What if you can be in communion and what if you can have the community the sense of community with people and places and energies that you've never even considered the possibility of. Yeah? (laughs) We will talk some more about that when we come back from our next break. So keep breathing, my friends. We can be, this is, the energies of this topic can go all over the place. We like to confuse ourselves a lot about this and, and many of the things that play into this energy. So you are doing awesome. Hang in here with us. Keep breathing. Keep getting some oxygen to the brain and the body. Acknowledge your body. Your body's here with you. So uh, we're not really technically alone in this moment right now. So... (laughs) And we're all here collectively over the airwaves in this moment. So with that, you're listening to Living Beyond Linear. I'm so grateful for your contribution to this conversation and your willingness to shift whatever it is that you're willing to shift, no matter um, in the way you're doing it. So uh, we will be back right after this message. What would it be like to function for the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613 613- 800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> welcome back, welcome forward, welcome sideways, whichever way you're going right now. Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark. Yeah, yeah. 
oh my goodness, having a total blast just being here with this new energy of this new music, enjoying the show, enjoying the company of all of you and the contribution of all of you to this conversation. Wow, we're changing some shit, guys. <laughs> How cool is that? Loneliness and all the lonely people and oh my goodness. Um, so I have a couple of things I want to share with you uh, before we dive back into uh, forward into the conversation. I am playing with some uh, kind of kind of fun stuff. I'm trying some new things on. Um, and for any of you who don't already uh, know this, I actually have a, a song that I released in February of this year. Uh, it's called Global Embrace. And the link to hear that and purchase that is on this replay page if you're listening as a replay. And um, you can click over and check that out. Just scroll down and you'll see that. Um, I'm I'm actually holding a an event. Uh, it's going to be August the fifth. That's a Saturday here in the U.S. It'll be Sunday, August the sixth uh, in other parts of the world like China and Australia. And what I'm offering is, uh, if you are so inclined, I'm inviting you to purchase the song and uh, let yourself enjoy the song a bit. And I would love to have some reviews, some feedback, some um, some sharing uh, going on. And so if you uh, you can purchase a song through cdbaby.com and if you would post a review uh once you get to play with the song and if you wouldn't mind also perhaps sharing it liking it and reposting it on SoundCloud and all sorts of other fun social media shares that that you might be so inclined to to share I am offering a gift uh on that weekend the first weekend of August that uh for all of the people who choose that and if you've already purchased the song and you would also like to participate in this, you are welcome to do so. Um, that on the week, the Saturday, August the 5th, Sunday, August the 6th, um, I'm holding an online event that uh, is a special healing group session uh, where I will be doing facilitation and my toning that I do, which is a, a healing with music and sound that I do. Um, I've really never done uh, over the airwaves or I've only actually done it in a couple of select groups so far and some of you listening actually have, have been a part of that and I thank you for that. Um, so I'm actually going to take this uh, a little bit more into the world. <laughs> talking about being the different we be. Uh, I'm choosing more of to share more of my different, and I'm going to do that in uh, this thank you gift um, on August the 5th. So you have until uh, the last, well, really that first week of August to purchase and participate, um, purchase a song and participate with putting up a review and sharing on social media. And if you purchase the song and you do not want to give your email at the time of purchase, just email me and forward me a copy of any kind of confirmation of your purchase uh, so that I can put you on the list to receive an invitation to that event. And my email is Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. So if that is something that your body is asking you to participate with or that your life is letting you know would be fun for you, uh, I invite you to come play with us. Global Embrace is the song. There's also a Facebook group. I have um, <laughs> I've not been the most fantastic Facebook group host, and uh, that's one of my targets to change that. So you can actually find the Facebook group as well, Global Embrace, and uh, join the group if you like, and I will be more um, – present in that group moving forward 
<laughs> sharing some some things, some inspirational messages, some invites, some events, and all of that. Uh, really, Global Embrace is about um, the invitation and the celebration for more of us to be choosing to be the different we be, to be the uniqueness we be, to really just be the contribution we be, um, to be embracing that. And if more of us around the world were choosing that, I wonder what else we might be able to create, what we would find, what we would discover, what, um, at the very least, how much more fun could our lives be? <laughs> so check that out, Global Embrace. You can also always choose to work with me in person, whether that is online, by phone, or um, bring your sweet little body to see mine. Um, I, can, I, I have private and couple and group options, and all of that uh, you can get some information. Again, if you want to just check me out on Facebook, or you can email me for, with particular questions about that as well, and that is Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. So um, I have something new coming up. It's going to be the second weekend of each month, and I will have uh, – it's not quite ready. So I will have that more about that next week. So stay tuned, beautiful children. Stay tuned, and you will hear some more details about that next week. So now, jumping back into our lovely, lonely topic. <laughs> and yes, I'm laughing. There is a lightheartedness around this for me. Um, for me, what I'm aware of is that Loneliness isn't real. And just the other day, I was actually having some of that, like feeling alone. And it, and I just here's here's part of what I got to tell you, kids. This is something that consciousness, our willingness to be consciously present in our lives, will change. What I find is that the times that I have really been in the down in the depths of the loneliness, as they say. I have not really been choosing to be consciously present in my life. And what got me to the places of the loneliness in part was all of what I made the energies mean at that point in time. Whether I had broken up from a relationship, whether I had moved on from a job, whether I had decided a particular friendship or relationship of any other kind wasn't working for me and I was choosing something different. And there's a point that we can so easily go into interpreting the energy as, oh, this is bad. Oh, this is wrong. I That was a wrong choice or whatever it is. And firstly and foremost, would you be willing to let yourself have the privilege of making the choices for you? Okay. And if that choice feels funky, would you please begin to b develop the practice of asking questions rather than going into conclusions. I got to tell you, yes, it is kind of tough. It is a it, it is it's like a workout kind of schedule. You just got to remember to do it. <laughs> and I wish I could tell you something more fun, more easy, and more fabulously fast. And I just can't cuz you know, it, we got to be present. We we show up here on the planet and if for no other reason what I'm becoming aware of is it's about our experience, okay? So <laughs> if there's some loneliness going on, if you're having that, if you're prone to going to that place of feeling lonely, would you be willing to start asking some questions? And would you be willing to 
allow this energy to speak to you now? Would you be willing to get the information, the juicy morsels that are in there, and actually allow it to to bring you some new choices, some new possibilities to choose? Um, and just before the break, we were talking about what if there's more available to us than what we're acknowledging? Um, and so part of what I have also become aware of is all of the energies that we are present with could be potentially contributing to us if we were willing to let them. So are you willing to acknowledge all of the energies? If you're having moments, if you're having a, a, a period of, of the blues and feeling lonely, would you be willing to just do something completely unconventional like stop for a moment and look around your room and look at all of the different energies there and look at the energy of the earth the energy of any crystals you might have, the energy of your car, the energy of your job, the energy of your clothes, the energy of your TV or your computer or your smartphone, all of the different energies represented in that space, would you be willing to begin to acknowledge they can actually contribute to you? Would you be willing to connect with the consciousness of all of the different energies in your environment and allow them to contribute to you. So many of us think that being alone means we, we don't have people and that if we have no people in our life in, in a given moment, it means we are alone. And what if that simply does not have to be true for you? So would you be willing to receive the contribution and the presence of different energies other than human as well as the energies of other bodies, other people in bodies? And would you be willing to receive the energy of people who aren't in bodies? And allow all of those energies to be contributing to you. What difference could that create for you? What could that open up for you? And here's another one. Would you be willing to reach out? And would you, I'm going to invite you to start functioning from in the moments that you're having that perceived loneliness and aloneness, to begin to reach out and just ask, who could I connect with? Who could I call? Who could I message? Who could I chat with in this moment that would shift this energy? What choice could I make in this moment that would allow me to know something else is possible and what else is possible in this moment because what if you really don't have to be alone and if you choose it it's a total choice and celebrate it for however long it works for you and if it stops working for you make a new choice and know that I'm here for you to play with every week and I would love to see you next week thank you so much I adore you Mwah! Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.